All right, tonight we're talking about, amen, uh, Lord, give me an ear, amen, to hear the truth. Give me an ear to hear the truth. It is important that we have an ear to hear the truth. Is that right? Everybody don't want to hear the truth, amen, but God is just so wonderful. He's so, uh, he's so mighty. Everybody that got ears don't hear, amen, not only... Uh, not only does not have a desire for the truth, everybody got ears, just don't, don't hear. And one writer says, he that have an ear to hear. Got an ear, but do you have an ear to hear? Amen. Then that person, uh, let them hear in Jesus' name. In the book of Ezekiel, chapter number 3 and verse number 27, uh, we see an occasion there. God had always had a problem with Israel because Israel always had a problem trying to hear. They, they, they never would hear. God would beat them half to death. And after he beat them half to death, they would do enough, just enough to get out of trouble. And then after, afterward, they'd go right on back to doing the same thing that they were doing at first. Uh, they did not have that, uh, that desire to do the will of God. Uh, this, is a, uh, this month uh, is a month where this month we're challenging in faith. Faith is very important. Um, somebody tell me what you think faith is. What do you think faith is? What is faith? Hmm? What you cannot see? That's faith? All right. All right. Anyone else? What you expect? All right. Faith. How many think you have faith? All right. Think you have faith? All right. Don't need a whole lot, do you? Amen. The faith of a grain of mustard seed. Faith. Faith. Think you have it? Can you believe in that what you cannot see? Can you? Mm-hmm. Sometimes we have problems believing what we see, don't we? And leave alone those things that we cannot see. Um, faith. And that faith come by hearing. I, uh, to some degree, faith comes when kind of like faith and, and, and uh, 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 you kind of see it. Though it's invisible to the eye, you can see it. It's almost like God told Abraham, Abraham, I'm going to give you a son. And Abraham, like saying, I see it, I see it, I see it. Though the son is not there, he sees the son. For instance, God said, uh, God may tell you, uh, let's say you're looking for a job, said, I'm going to give you a job. It's not visible to the eye, but you say, I, I see it. And I can't tell you how many times I've been praying and God has God has told me something in my spirit, and all of a sudden, I was able to see it. Though it had not manifested itself, I could see it. Um, I don't see the object, but I see what he's saying. I see what you're saying, Lord. I see what you're saying, Lord. Oh, God, I see it. I'm going to give you this. I'm gonna, you go out there, I'm going to give you this. I'm going to deliver the Philistines into your hand. I can see it. And now, I don't know how you're going to do it. 
I can see that. I can see how you do it. Not that I see my might, but I can see where God can and will do it. Can he do it? When God told him, when God told him, it's almost like you got to see, not in the physical, but in the mind, I, you have to see it in order to move. If you don't see it, maybe another term I could use is perceive. That might be a better term. If you can't perceive it, you can't act on it. It's not blind. It has an object. Not visible, but the object is there. I can see it. It's almost like when God said, I'm going to give you the Holy Ghost. Until you see it, you'll never receive the Holy Spirit. But you're on your knees, you're saying, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Then after a while, you can tell people when they see it. When they see it, this big smile come on their face and the joy of God start bubbling up in them. All of a sudden, they can see it. I see it. I, I see it. And, and am I the only one that had that kind of experience? If I'm going to be victorious, I have to see it in my heart that I, it's possible for me to be victorious. If I don't ever see it, I'll never move in that direction. When, you, when people see what it is that God has for them, their whole demeanor change. Because now I can see it. Now, faith comes by hearing. What, what do you hear? What I hear calls me to be able to see it. What I hear calls me to be able to see it. Not what I see calls me to believe, but what I hear what I hear calls me to believe. I could say, Phyllis, when this service is over, I'm going to give you $10,000. Suppose I couldn't rub two dimes together. Phyllis' expression would probably be, yeah. <laughs> but if she feels, not that I'm going to give you $10,000, but if she felt that I have the capability of giving her the $10,000, all of a sudden, I can see it. And though she have not gotten the $10,000, Phyllis starts getting happy in the service. It ain't the Holy Ghost. It's that $10,000 she's going to get at the end of the service. You can you all understand what I'm saying? So when God makes a promise, I can see where God can do that. I don't know how he's going to do it, but because he is almighty God, I can see God doing that. I can see him blessing me. How are you going to do it? I don't know, but I can see it. I, I have read in the word and I saw how he did it for uh, Abraham. He did it for Isaac. He did it for Jacob. And all I got the word of promise. I can see it. I can see God do it. Another term what we use for that is vision. Is vision. So the word actually gives you vision. Hearing the word. Faith is vision. Being able to see the impossible, hear the inaudible. Amen? All right? So that seeing is conceiving. Another word could be conceiving. I conceive the word. He that have an ear to hear. Another term we're putting in it. He that have an ear to conceive. Because everybody can't conceive the word of God. They say, 
God said, I'm going to bless you. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. But they cannot conceive that God is able to do it. But when their heart gets to the place, it can conceive the possibility of what God can do, you rejoice. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews, say, he endured as seeing him who was invisible. I think they was talking about Moses. He endured as seeing him who was invisible. Do that mean then that shadows don't come from time to time and obscure what I see so clearly today? No. Sometimes then I start seeing with my physical eye and what I see with my physical eye brings shadows over what I see with my spiritual eye. So when that happens, I have to go back then and I have to refresh myself in the word so I can correct my vision. Because what you see physically can give you glaucoma of the eye. What is glaucoma of the eye? It is a scale over the eye that do not let you be able to see clearly. But the word does an operation on you and it peels that scale off your eye and you are able to see clearly. In the book of Ezekiel chapter 3 verse number 27. All right. Now, in this particular case, these people are not able to hear. Physically, they, are, they can hear, but they are not able to conceive the word of God. He that has an ear to conceive the word of God. Go with me now to Matthew's chapter number 13, verses 9. Uh, we're going to read down through in here. Matthew's chapter 13, verse 9. And you have to you have to do maintenance on your faith. You have to do maintenance on your faith. Going back to the word and renewing and refreshing your faith. Sometimes it means going back to the revealed will of God and keep going over it and over it. This is why David said, thy word have I hid in my heart. See, I put it into memory. I have put it into automation so that when something come up, I can remember what the word said and I keep on rehearsing the word in my mouth. Y'all remember Joshua 1 and 8? This word shall not depart from thy mouth, but thou should do what? Meditate in it. What? What he's saying, constantly do maintenance on your faith. Joshua, when you get there, don't concentrate on the, the enemies that's there, I want you to do concentration on me. The word shall not depart from your mouth. In other words, keep yourself maintenance ready. Keep your faith ready. Now, because you can, you, can you can burst out with a faith like today. You can burst out with it and you believe God. God, oh my God, I got such a faith, such a belief in God. I know God's going to do it. And circumstances can happen in your life that will cause your faith to dwindle. I, I, I kind of see it, but I don't see it as clear as I did on yesterday. 
Then what you have to do then is go back and remember the promise that God made you and rehearse the word in your mouth. And sometimes this involves you actually saying out loud. Touch your neighbor and say, can I talk to you? Amen. And sometimes this means, what this means is this. I go say, Steve, you know what? And I actually talk to you about what God promised me. I talk to you about it. As I talk to you about it, if you are a person of faith, then you become a reflection of the word coming back to me. And a lot of times the promises of God must be, although you might have heard me say it, you must hear it in your own voice. It's not enough to say, Bishop told me such and such a thing. No. I got to get that word up, and I got to say it and articulate it in my own voice where I can hear. I have gone back and listened at my preaching or my teaching and got happy. Why? Why? It was good stuff. And I was able to hear it articulated in my own voice. It wasn't the style. It was the word. It was the clarity of how I expressed it. It's not confused in my mind. And I got happy when I heard that. It's a great day this morning. Woo, that was good. 